We're recording the podcast now. There you go. Oh. That would have bro- that would have broke your table if that fell over. Look <laughs> <clears throat> a monster. You got a dick thick book. Damn that thing. It's a complete and uncut dick. <clears throat> yeah, that's sweet. I'm cutting get that smegma between the pages. I started having dreams two years before the plague ever fell. I've always dreamed, and sometimes my dreams have come true. That's 513 pages in. That's right, North Carolina. Or, or North, North California. I meant you to take say. me to Missouri? Or are you still from Missouri? <clears throat> I think uh, the one of those Zombieland movies took that from this, where they call East Texas. He just calls them East Texas the, the entire thing. Oh, probably. And they call them Memphis and stuff in that movie. But I would fuck. say, I, I, I've never seen this before. You've really? seen it multiple times. I've never watched this before. I've never watched this. I've seen pieces of it. I just never sat down to watch the whole thing ever. And I really like it. It's very good. It's very well done. People trash this and call it garbage. And I'm like, it's fucking awesome. No, it's very well done for 1990, what, four, three or 94. two? Or so, yeah, must be. Yeah. probably, you know, throughout 93, 94. And yeah. It's got a good cast. The cast is incredible. Yeah, I mean the cast is really something kind of to be like in awe of. This in in comparing it to the new one, fuck the new one. <laughs> I mean, what a shitty cast the new one has. I mean, this one has Rob Lowe as a deaf mute. Okay, let's start there. <laughs> we'll start. Yeah, we'll get to the show. Well, no, let's talk about the cast because it is yeah. interesting. Because obviously Gary Sinise is the is the lead. Yes, and he's he's really low key. Yep. He gets a chance to like kind of scream at some people and hold some people against the wall and threaten yes, people. Yes, he does. But why in the world would they cast Rob Lowe, one of the most handsome men, and then like you're going to be a deaf mute. You're barely going to speak. Only in the dream sequences do you speak. And, it, and he's in it a lot, though. He's yeah. like, I would say he's been it more than Gary Sinise. He's in so far. Not in the future episodes, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Gary's the lead. Gary's the main character. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then they got, we got yeah. Molly Ringwald. We got uh, yeah, Molly Ringwald. That's the one that's kind of the. Eh, yeah. I don't know why they cast her in this part. Kind of an odd choice. But this, this, I mean, one of them's not in it yet. But this does. This movie started my love for two actors: Matt Frewer, Matt Fewer. How do you say his yeah. name? Uh, yeah. Matt Frewer and Miguel Fer- Ferrer. Ferrer. Yeah. However you say his name. But those Miguel two guys. Ferrer's- in the second one, he shows up in the second part, right? Matt Frewer does. He... Yeah. And and Miguel Frewer, I think. Is Miguel was in this one. He's the one that does the liquor store robbery. Yeah, that's the first episode? Okay. Yeah. That's the first part? Okay. Yeah. Um, so the first... the Oh, welcome to the podcast. Um, this is so unscheduled. Like, we didn't plan anything out. We're just... I just wanted to talk about the stand with somebody. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't know you hadn't seen this. No, I've never seen it. So this is episode one of the podcast slash live show. This is uh, 1994, uh, part one, The Plague. It's it's an hour and a half. It debuted on CBS way fucking back in the day. And they spent some fucking money on this thing, like way too much. $28 million was yeah. the budget, according to IMDb. And they said they, they didn't get their money back. I could believe that. <laughs> yeah. But hey, yeah. it looks awesome, for especially considering it's a TV movie. Yeah, and the how much they did. Well, the first five minutes of the, of the show, the, the way it opens is, I think, pitch perfect. I really yeah. think that's about as good as you're going to get with the opening of the stand. I think he, it it does it right on. It's scary. It's frightening. 
it's the guy sees the shit and he goes, I'm fucking out of here. I'm gone. Takes his family and gets out. And he's the guy outside of the, of the, the uh, military base. Yeah. He's like, cause he sees it on the, yeah, he sees it on the security cameras and he said, close the gate. Something's cut out. Close the gate. And he goes, fuck this. And he just gets his family. Though I did love the fact that he had an Elvis vinyl uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, print in his house, a huge vinyl poster. He's got some velvet Elvises. <laughs> or, hell yeah, velvet, <laughs> a velvet Elvis poster right next to the Last Supper Velvet yeah. painting. And I was like, oh my God, that's so that's so Stephen King right there. You know he's got a rumpus room with some dogs playing poker in velvet? Absolutely. <laughs> but that's another good character actor that's in the movie for like five minutes and die. And, he dies because he, he gets disease. His death speech is awesome. They, they, yeah, everyone in their performances, with the exception of Molly Ringwald, well, they're good actors. Are really like, fucking good. Actually, good. Like they cast actors who work today, like that are good actors that show up and stuff. You're like, oh, that guy. Like this is like a, a cavalcade of character actors. Really good ones too. Yeah, um, I forget what her. And then they also cast Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But <laughs> which is very off, very stupid and weird. And I'm glad he dies quickly and he's taken off the, t- off the movie quickly. Yeah. I do not care for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't know why he's in this. He, but. he talks too much and he's just annoying in, li- in real life. And I'm just like, dude, you play basketball. Shut up. Yeah. I, I, you fought Bruce Lee. Shut up. <laughs> like that should be your legacy. Stop talking. Go away. He's the guy in airplane that goes. Yeah. Whenever he's touching, he's holding that little kid. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm working off my bones every night, running down the court. <laughs> yeah, the the intro to this is awesome. I, I fucking love this intro. It's just the way it's shot because, like, he leaves and yeah. you see him blow past the gate. Yeah. So he takes his family, gets the fuck out of there. We we slowly go into this booth and we go to the monitors and we see them all like dead. And then it cuts to inside the inside the actual facility, and you see like dead bodies fucking everywhere. Like nobody survived this thing. Yeah, and it's just piles of bodies and let me ask this because when i watched this first episode all i can think about is this is what robert kirkman was watching when he, he came yeah. up with the idea for walking dead because there are uh, so many similarities well i would say that's the the frank darabout effect yeah. um frank darabout must be i mean i, I assume they're he's friends with mick garris because of the closeness of Stephen king i'm sure they're all kind of buddy chummies yeah. chummy buddies but yeah, Frank Darabont's take in the Walking Dead, the pilot is just like the opening of this yeah miniseries. Yeah, well, very similar, especially because later on the, in the episode, which we'll get to, but Gary Sinise gets out of that facility in Vermont, and it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's, he's just like, "What the fuck happened out here?" It, it's even to the point where on the building it says "All Dead Inside." Yeah, which is the same thing that's in the uh, zombie. Uh, uh, what do you yeah, call it? Don't open Walking dead, dead inside. Yeah, dead inside. All dead inside. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that so. The, the outbreak happens in California. Uh, the the driver, the, the the guard who left with his family, drives all the way to Arnett, Texas, where Gary Sinise is working at a gas station, and they're sitting there watching, and he sees him come tearing around the corner, and he yells. <laughs> and it up. shows how smart Sinise is because the first thing he says is, yeah. "You better turn off the pumps." He's like on it, on it. Yeah, he, he sees it coming a mile away. He he doesn't hesitate. So he's yeah. the only one that's like on top of everything. The rest of them are like. They might as well have a fucking reed in their mouth and a pipe. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, like they're they're backwoods. He even has a you line see, where he goes, You see that, Joe? Country doesn't mean slow or yeah, dumb or something like that. that. Well, yeah, because, uh, yeah, Gary Sinise is the only one that doesn't get sick. And I would say the whole state of Texas, probably. 
Yeah, because because that guy, the, the the guard, gets out and he's his his he falls out of the car after he crashes yeah. into the pumps, and then Gary Sinise is holding him, yeah. and then they're like, he's like, "How are my wife and kids?" And the guys are just like, "Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't tell him about the wife and kid." Ooh, oh, I have some bad news for your friend. Well, for you, slide down and you take a nap. You'll be all right. And oh, you know, yeah. you're dead. And then he does a speech about how he's seen a dude following him. He's always in his rearview mirror. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the setup for the Randall Flag character, which we don't really know who he is yet. No. He shows up because Karina Abdul Jabbar tells you he's coming. Yeah. The dog man's coming. And his Monty Python, uh, yes, the Holy yes. Grail reference. Yeah. Bring out your dad. Yeah, well. He's got the bell. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, so. That's a historical reference, but Monty Python used it. Yes. Yeah. No, in the, in the same he does they do it in the exact same cadence they do in yeah. Monty Python. <laughs> He's even. Do you think Kareem Jabul uh, uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar read the script? Like, That's like Monty Python. <laughs> I doubt he knew what Monty Python was. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, maybe if he's in a if he's in Zucker Brothers movies, maybe. Maybe he researched some comedies. Okay, so. That guy dies. The next day, they're all we're still in Texas, and then the, I'm just going to go through the Texas storyline because I don't want to yeah. go back and forth. And well, shit. it's pretty quick. It's yeah. not very. Not not much happens there. Yeah. The next day, uh, one of their one of their cousins, uh, Bubba. No, it was uh, what the fuck was his name? <laughs> oh, I can't remember the names. I couldn't tell you. No, it's he plays himself, the the, the cop. Why can't I think of his name right now? Joe Bob. Oh, Joe Bob oh, Briggs. Oh, Joe Bob. Yeah, Joe Bob Briggs. Joe That's Bob right. Briggs. Because yeah, yeah. they go, your cousin Joe Bob's here, and I was like, oh, this would be so much fun if this was Joe. It is Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But uh, he tells them that the army's, or, you know, they're, they're everyone, everyone around town is getting sick, and that he's he hears that they're gonna come in and quarantine people. He's leaving. He sees all the G Pumvees, and he starts coughing on the radio. And basically, if he, if everyone would have followed protocol and not lied or fled, we've been fine. Because he, everything was quarantined, but he leaves and says he wasn't there at the gas station. Says he's out by Arkansas all day. And so he, he basically leaves and kills everybody after that. No, but he, he's, um, it's already in New York City by the time before this even happens. Because people in New York are coughing. People, like, there's even said that the guy calls, the one character I don't really care for at all, the singer. Uh, oh, what's yeah. his name? Leonard Cohen, or it's not Leonard Cohen, but it's no, um, Larry Underwood. Larry Underwood, which I th- I feel like sh- I think it's a black guy in the new one. Yeah, it should have been a black guy in this one. I think it would be more it would be more interesting. It would make more sense, especially when the mother says, "You sound black, son." I think the only black people are Ozzy Davis and Mother Abigail. Ruby D. That's Ruby it. D, yeah. yeah, but they're husband and wife. Ruby D and Ozzy Davis are husband and wife, and they're both dead now, so they're yeah. dead husband and wife, but. I think they're the only two black people this entire thing. They but, might be. Well, there's a uh, the the one uh, rat face or whatever the hell his name is. Well, yeah, he's the he's Willie from Ghost. <laughs> yeah. He's the bad guy in Ghost. That yeah, dude. he died. Shit, he was dead probably right after that before it aired because yeah. he died at AIDS. He died at AIDS. And he looks sick right there. Right so. after this, I yeah. thought he was going to be a bigger part, but he doesn't come back, does he? Yeah, he's in the. He he eventually works for Randall Flag in Vegas. Oh, okay, he's so he's in, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna hope I was like, oh shit, he's not. I hope he's in it more because I like that guy. He's a good character actor. He's a good uh, villain. So he's a slimy, evil guy. I love it because Carlito's way. He was good in Carlito's way. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, 
No, oh, look underneath, eh? There's beer in there, cold beer. But Larry Underwood bumps into him. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, Rat Man, I'll forgive you was one time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Rat Man. <laughs> Don't fuck with the guy who calls himself Rat Man in third person. Leave the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the army comes in. Uh, basically, they grab everybody who was there. They quarantine off the whole town. They're picking up people who are at the actual gas station. They go and find him, Gary Sinise. They pull him in the truck. Oh. They're beating the shit out of the neighbors. This part reminds me of Fear the Walking Dead opening, because that first season is about this, about the quarantine. I never, and I never watched that show. Fear the Walking Dead is way better than The Walking is Dead. Is it? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, they take him, they're taking him to a facility in Vermont, which to me sounds like, you know, we're talking about Escape the Bronx. You that's a, that's leave a the Bronx. long drive. They're just killing people. I assume yeah. they're flying them there. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they are flying them. Yeah. That's, but still, so that's pretty far away, Vermont. That's where they got the facility. I guess. Yeah. Is that where the facility was in Walking Dead? They had to go to Vermont. No, it wasn't because it was in Atlanta. Yeah, it was all in. It was all in that shit state. They, yeah, they were at the CDC area. In, in That's Atlanta. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to keep comparing this to Walking Dead, but it's kind of hard. It's hard not to, to when you're watching because this. it's very similar, especially the first one. And but, it's, um, I dare say this: this looks better than the Walking Dead show. Oh, uh, I would agree. When they're spending money on yeah. the Walking Dead too, it's like how do yeah. you how is something from '94 that made for TV look better than? A huge well, budget. again, I I think it's the uh, Mick Garris knows how to shoot a show, how how to make it cinematic. Yeah, and I think this was a big deal when this this first came out because Stephen King wrote the teleplay for the show for the series. Yeah, um, which is probably why it works better because he knows the story so well. He he knew how to condense it, and by this point, I think they were condensing it for like the last five years because George Romero was supposed to do a feature film version. And Stephen King was writing the script with George Romero and some other writer. So they were trying to break it down to a two-hour movie, and it just couldn't be done. And they no. couldn't figure out how to do it. So that's why you have – and then they just decided, let's make it a miniseries, which made no money. <laughs> but I I personally gave this movie a lot of money because I would rent the four-pack VHS tape. It was yeah. literally four clamshells, plastic ones. Oh, my ones, God. Like tape, yeah. little taped together. Jesus. It weighed 20 pounds. It was as big as yeah. that book. And I rented that thing all the fucking time. Like 12, 15 times probably. Should have just taped it <clears> off of ABC <throat> if they ever re-aired it. Eventually I got one of those head-to-heads. I just yeah, oh, made yeah. my own copy. But it took me a Thank while. Thank God for Blu-ray. Yeah. Now it's on Blu-ray. I think it's on Blu-ray. Oh. They had, I think they re-released it. Yeah, I have it's the Blu-ray. Blu-ray now. I have it. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I, I, should, I, I might have to buy it. I meant to bring It's yeah. only 10 bucks. Yeah, well, what's the special features? Are there any good or? There's none. There's none. Oh, there there's you none. Go. But it, bare Blu-ray, bones. Blu-ray, you know. Yeah. It looks, uh, it looks great until they do the special effects, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. E- yeah. Even in this, when the special <clears throat> effects are, eh, but yeah, you know, I get it. It's like '94. What do you want? Yeah, they they look better than they should, but they, you know, now you're looking at it you're like, Ugh. like with the fires when they show. Uh, there's a couple shots. The first time they show uh, Times Square, that's when he's yeah. ringing the bell. But well, they, no. Yeah. The, the thing with Times Square, which made me laugh, you could tell because the way the camera was positioned, because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is like 10 feet tall, they tilt up. So they're up, walking down the street of... That's really that's really central... central uh, what do you call it? Oh, shit. Why am I blanking on the name? Central Perk? Just, central Perk. No, but... Um, <laughs> fuck, why am I blanking on the name? I just said it. Times Square? But... Uh, Times Square, duh. <laughs> Time Times Square, 
and uh, you can tell because they stole shots because oh, yeah. the camera's tilted like that as up with Kareem kind of bouncing, saying, bring out your dad. Yeah. Bring out. But you see nobody walking around beneath him because there's probably tourists everywhere, and it's during the day, and it was them saying, you know what, we, we got to get this shot and go because, you know, yeah. shit. We got to go. $28 million we're spending here. We got Kareem for the next 26 minutes. Let's get a fucking That's shot. It. That's it. We got to have, have him have a heart attack. Yeah. Randall Flagg's going to give him a heart attack, kill him, and then that's it. <laughs> but then when, when everything goes to hell and they're showing, like, machine gun fire down uh, down yeah. Times Square, they show a yeah. wide shot of it. It's, it's, it's the, on fire. Yeah, it's really And bad. it's on fire, and there's a little, like, you could tell they just yeah. filmed a fire and then superimposed it onto the frame yeah, over a truck. It's, yeah, it's very early. It's like cut and paste, yeah. You can always tell when it's a little flame because it's going way too quick. <laughs> it's like a big fire doesn't do this. Yeah. A big fire, like, roars and sways. It's, it's pretty funny. Yeah. But it was adorable. It's adorable. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the, that's the key word, adorable. And it's exactly how people would act right now. If oh, yeah. it was like COVID-19 got any worse, it'd be like that. Because um, I like what they said. The guy's wearing a mask. The newscaster's talking to the guy with a mask. And she goes, well, does this make you feel better? And he goes, well, it doesn't do anything, but it makes me feel better. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, very good. That's exactly true. And she, Masks don't do shit. And then she makes fun of it on camera. Yeah. But uh, the reason I, I got this on Blu-ray is because of COVID. Because this yeah. suddenly Walmart started carrying this. Oh, shit. And I was walking down Walmart. I'm like, checking out the movies, oh. which I never do. And I'm like, oh, hey. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I, I had to fucking buy it. You had to, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're responsible for about 35% of its budget reclamation. <laughs> Pretty much. That's just the way it works. Yeah. Well, this is the last time I'm buying it. Says you. Well, if they go to 4K, I'm not going to buy that. Why would I? No, why not? There's no point. No. I don't understand 4K either. It's kind of stupid. If I get on Blu-ray, I'm done. Like yeah. that's I don't. How, what do I care if it's cleaner? Like that's as clean as. It, well, I don't want it to be any cleaner than that because it looks weird. Yeah, so, certain movies you want 4K, but not yeah. not a shot on film like, TV miniseries. TV, yeah, where it's just yeah. gonna make the special effects look even worse. Yeah, it's all it can do. Okay, but I did like the the Randall Flag uh, when they're having the dream sequence and Randall Flag's got the red eyes. He goes. Bah! In the cornfield. In the cornfield. He, oh, that was funny. He looks like uh, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. <laughs> but, but really cheap. Really oh, yeah. Cheap. Ah! You say that, but did you look up how much that cornfield cost him? I saw that, yeah. I for- they had a, It was, what, $80,000, 8000 a stock or something like that? It was insane how much that yeah. cost him. That cost him a ton of money. But I, they throughout the series, they're there enough where it warrants it, I guess. But- it, it looks like a set. But like it does that's look like a set. That's kind of the charm I find in that is it looks like yeah. a set, but it looks otherworldly, which is what they're going for. But that's so, what it works. Yeah, that's why it works. Yeah, because when they actually arrive there later, it's an actual like house out in Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. So, but in the dream sequences, they had to do it that way because it looks like a dream sequence. I tell you, Ruby D making that fried chicken made me hungry. Oh yeah, that but, was some good good food she was making. I was like, oh man, that looks good. I got hungry watching her wanna... play the guitar. <laughs> but okay so we gotta talk about the elephant in the room which is the big dummy retard <laughs> um he's not in there yet he's is not... that the second episode yeah he's in he's in part two. Oh, okay i'm sorry yeah because then that gets into the yeah <laughs> that shit is funny you, you leave patrick star alone that's right yeah <laughs> patrick star he, he's good Do you know how long Bones ago I, coach i found out today he plays patrick star and i look out that, oh, that makes that? sense yeah 
Yeah, oh no, he's 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 a fucking multi-millionaire because oh, yeah. of that show. Oh yeah. He's he's probably happy as shit. It's been on for twenty two years, that show. Wow. He outlived the creator for Christ's sake. <laughs> oh, I that know. poor bastard. I don't know anything he about died him. of fucking cancer, a bone cancer. How sad is that? Damn. Bone cancer like, sounds like a cancer that someone made up, but it Yeah. It just sounds like nose cancer. So like it sounds no, fake. Nose cancer. I got hair cancer. That, so did Molly Ringwald? She's in the first part, right? Yeah. With Parker Lewis, Can't Lose? Yeah, that's what I was going to go through in order here. So we got the Texas, okay. uh, and then we have New York. Larry Underwood is driving a convertible. He's playing yes. his song on the radio. Jeff Goldblum is a radio DJ for some reason. <laughs> and uh, Larry Underwood arrives at his mom's house, goes inside. You can tell he's an asshole, and he's really reckless and irresponsible, because she's like, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, nothing, I just want to see my mom. And he gets inside and immediately confesses that he's in... Uh, under forty grand to some loan sharks. I thought it was four. I thought you said four thousand. No, he said forty. Did you say forty? Because I, I thought I heard four. I said no. Well, that's it. That's no. not that bad. She goes. I saw. <laughs> I, the, was... I saw the car. How much are you actually in the debt for? And he's like forty, around forty. Oh, okay. Yeah. He goes. No, it's nothing. It's pennies compared to what I'll make because the records, you know, hasn't even cracked the top Billboard top. Blah blah blah. So he's gonna. Well, make it's not it... wrong. Yeah. Well, he's like, I'm not going to let him make me a one-hit wonder. I'm like, you think any one-hit wonder just let the record label make him a one-hit one hit wonder? <laughs> it's not really up to you. It depends on who you are. Yeah. Who you are and if you actually have talent. <laughs> and, um, but he, he doesn't want to be... All I want is one hit. That's it. I'm done. He doesn't want to be a one-hit wonder, but yet his license plate is the name of his one hit. There you go. Yeah, I forget what the song was called, but it says that. It's like so stupid. Yeah. I know it's written by Stephen King and some other guy. Oh, really? They wrote the actual song. Yeah, it's like under "Come Get Your Man" or "Lover Man" or something yeah. stupid. But I love the fact that Stephen King wrote the teleplay. Mick Garris directed. They later recollected three years later for the same for The Shining. The Shining, and that's fucking garbage. Well. Uh, to the credit, it's based on the book. So I think that's why you can't... Because The Shining with Kubrick is his own version. Yeah. And I think that's what you should do if you want to adapt anything. Make it your version. Because you, you're adapting someone else's work. Make it yours. Yeah. I think that's the point. You paid for it. Make it yours. Because it's not like they can't just do the same... They can't do it down the road, the same story. You know, again, I mean, why not? They do fucking that all the time now anyway. Oh, yeah. But you know, but I mean, I I don't know. I didn't hate The Shining. The mini, I haven't seen it since it came on, so I don't remember it. So I just watched it. I don't know, two years ago, because I was going through yeah. all the Stephen King stuff. Yeah. And I also watched The Golden Years. That is unwatchable. Golden Years is fucking terrible. Unwatchable. I fast Golden forwarded. Years is boring. Golden yeah. Years is fucking boring. Like, oh my god. But that movie sucks. Yeah. The The, the Shining ninety seven one is just odd i don't know why they made choices that they did like the, the hedges moving i'm like why well, it's, it's it's in the book i, I get it book. doesn't make yeah. make it any less odd that's that it is it is <laughs> yeah. exactly the book that's this is what i remember just no yeah so that's the difference and even the ending it's all the book it's all yeah. from the book everyone that yeah. was on the show wings is in a stephen king project at some point <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> i think even roy was <laughs> <laughs> Or yeah, because uh, what was um, uh, the, the guy that won the uh, was nominated for an Oscar for Sideways? What's his name? Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, Thomas Hayden Church. Was he in a Stephen King movie? Lovell. Um, maybe is he in Dreamcatcher? He's, he's in Demon Knight. That's close. I feel like he's in Dreamcatcher or something. Probably. Who knows? I would be surprised. 
So there's also so that's New York where Larry Underwood is. Then we got Maine, which shows Franny Goldsmith, which is Molly Ringwald's character. She lives Franny. with her dad. He's out gardening, and then fucking Parker Lewis apparently can lose because he comes up and he hands her a poem, as he says. Hey. Yeah, he's got like the the fakest zits ever. Yeah. Real bad it's acne, so bad. fake acne makeup, which is so goofy. Yeah, which is that his choice? Or do you think Mick Garris did that? I'm guessing that's in the book. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, it would have to be because it's Stephen King wrote the teleplay. So hold on, give me, give me seven hours to find it in here. Let's not, let's not care about that. And the uh, zits were so red; they were the red that you find in a cherry. <laughs> Oh my God! It's all in there, Franny and Peter. But yeah, he's he's trying to bang her. She tells him to go find someone his own age, and she's going to an REM concert tonight. <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. <laughs> tells him to fuck off, basically. So, how uh, old is she? She seems like she she's an adult. It seems like because he asked her about the boyfriend she was seeing, and she says they're no longer seeing each other. So it seems like he's a little bit because he's he's seventy five. Why the fuck is her dad so old? They got uh, yeah. the doctor from Scrubs. The, the doctor from Scrubs. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. I don't know why he's her dad when he's three times her age. It's bizarre, but th- yeah. the mom's dead. Uh, none of this matters, I'm just saying. Uh, so that's, that's all I need to say about Ming. She, he walks away all defeated in his tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, Lewis. just a tracksuit, <laughs> which is even more funny. He, his little walk, his little waddle. I give, I give him all the credit in the world. He does a good job playing a kind of dorky, doofy guy. All of his and stuff. It's awkward. I he's my least favorite part of this entire miniseries. Anything where they show his character, Harold, I just don't like. It's like a well, on he, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. What's he's the, just there? What's that character on Twin Peaks that, that leaves on a Harley and he goes he leaves town and, and oh, it's like, I, I haven't watched Twin Peaks either. Oh, okay. I need to watch Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is it's good. It's on my to-do list. But it was like after David Lynch left, they had nothing to do with that character. Mm. It's another kid. It's not Bobby. It's the other kid. He leaves on a Harley, and you're just sitting there watching, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And that's what I feel like when I watch Harold's character. I'm like, God, I don't right. care. Well, does he become something, anything, as the movie progresses? Yeah, or... he changes the most. Is he, he, I, know, I know he becomes a bad guy, but then he becomes a good guy. He kind of redeems himself. No. Kind of? We'll get there. Yeah, okay. Um, And then we go to Arkansas, and then we have a... This is when we see Rob Lowe. He's walking down a dark street, and then some guys, some hicks come out of the woods, and like I don't know if they're fucking in the woods or what they're doing, but they're apparently just waiting there for people to walk down this road because they're like, hey, you'll answer me next time I yell at you. And then they... Hey, you fucking mutie. Yeah. They don't call him a mutie yet, I don't think, because... They don't know, they don't know he's deaf yeah. and dumb. But, yeah. so, so why are they kicking his ass? I, I don't know. They're just assholes. He's just walking. And is he from there? Is, is he just like... A, is he like um, sliced alone and first blood? He's just going from town to town? My war's not with you. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know why the fuck he's there. Uh, he's not he from here. He lost his hearing in, in his speech in the Gulf War. He's from Nebraska. I was reading on some wiki page. Okay. So I don't know why he's in Arkansas walking through random dark streets, but yeah, did, didn't it feel like they were going to rape him? Well, yeah, it's the, it, Rob Lowe's the oddest character in this move in this show so far. He's just so out of place. It's so it's a weird choice having a character that's deaf and dumb, and it's Rob Lowe, which is even weirder. Yeah, 
and then we'll get to the retard next time because yeah. there's a big dummy retard that teams up with um and they even call him a dummy retard so i'm not it's not even me i'm quoting the show here yeah ends up being uh nick that guy and uh shawnee smith shawnee smith who's awesome who's awesome she's and, great yeah she's she's a lot of fun in this yeah, she she's um she, she never ages. She has that black don't crack thing going on where she does not age. She looks the same today as she did in this. This is like twenty something years ago, twenty five, thirty years ago. I was reading it's a thing crazy. about Saw, uh, yeah, and they cast her, and then everyone on set just had a major crush on her after that. Yeah, <laughs> no, she's a cutie. She's yeah. she's there's something about her. Yeah, I remember when Armageddon came out, and there's a scene at the bar. Yeah, and I was like. That is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. And then it ends up being her. Like I had, it's Johnny Smith. I found out later that's who it was. And I was like, oh, it's the girl yeah. from the, the stand. I had no idea. It's the girl from everything. She's yeah. in everything. She was on Becker for 10 years. Oh, and yeah. She keeps doing movies. Like, she never stops. She's fun, she's fun on Becker, too. Yeah, she's good. She's uh, one of the better kind of character actresses out there. Yeah, she's funny. She, um, she's really good. And then and she's good in there. I can't wait to talk about her in the next... in. Because yeah. she's in part two. Yeah. She's great. She's like, she comes out of nowhere and she's just fucking nuts. She's great. So where are you watching this? Are you watching the files I sent or are you watching? Yeah, online? I'm watching the files. Okay. I thought it was, it was for free on Amazon for a while. Now yeah, it's not it's anymore. It's gone. I, I went and looked now as well. Gone. Yeah. Well, now I thought maybe HBO Max had it. They don't have it. No, I think it. it's off because it's on CBS All Access. So yeah, it's I on think, Paramount. Yeah, Paramount think, has it. Yeah, Paramount Plus now. I forgot. Which is so fucking dumb. Yeah. But, uh, but okay. whatever. So that's Arkansas. Later on, they uh, when he Nick gets beaten and the car almost hits him, and then he ends up in a jail cell. And there's a there's a doctor and a sheriff. They the doctor fl- they're flirting. Not not yeah, the doctor is totally wanting to fuck Rob Lowe. The doctor is all over Rob Lowe, and who wouldn't be? It's Rob Lowe. Oh, I would fuck him. Oh, he's, he's handsome. If Rob Lowe walked in right now, you would just watch me fuck him. <laughs> You'd be like, Hey, Rob. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, you win. You win, Rob. We'll do that. Yes. Yeah. And he looks like uh, the, the singer, uh, Tom uh, Tom Waits, but it's not not Tom Waits, the character actor. Yeah. And then we got not Bruce Springsteen for Larry Underwood. <laughs> yeah. Not Bruce Springsteen. Yes. He, he ends up in the jail cell and he he wakes up the next morning and he's trying to explain to them that he's. And the sheriff is like, "What's that?" And he's like, "He does yeah. this." You know the, the I don't know sign language obviously so yeah and uh, he's like what's that like real dumb and the and the doctor's like he's deaf and dumb come on <laughs> like, stupid shit yeah and then he's like how am I gonna find out what happened to you if you can't talk and he's like pulls out his pad of paper <clears throat> Rob Lowe's great because he like shoves everyone in the side <laughs> he like shoves the sheriff like yeah get away yeah and he tells him what happened ended up being he 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 narks on the guy that beat him up they bring him in um. Meanwhile, Stu's in a medical testing facility in Vermont. He's getting really fed up with them. But, you know. He's tired of working with the Alf's dad. Yeah. <laughs> the dad from Alf. Yeah, he's getting poked and prodded, and they keep checking his blood pressure every 20 seconds. But who's the other guy, the other evil doctor who's a character actor? I don't know his name, but he's in a bunch of stuff. Is that Tom uh, Holland? I don't know. I can't remember. But he's good. He's a great, awful, evil piece of shit doctor. A CDC doctor who's pissed off that Gary Sinise lives and everybody else dies. Is this him? Uh, uh no. Okay. There's there's That's, a lot of people, so I'm not going to sift through it all. 
No, no, yeah, he's, he's, he's only in the first two episodes because he gets killed. Yeah, Gary Sinise shoots him when he leaves. That's an that's an episode one. Yeah, he, he doesn't make it. Oh, is episode one? Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, so that, he doesn't even make episode two. That's literally the end. Is it? Gary Sinise gets out and walks around? Is that what? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. we should mention while Rob Lowe was passed out after he got knocked out, he has a dream in a cornfield and he sees right. Mother Abigail. The most important part of the movie of the, of the fucking thing. Yeah, is the dream sequence with uh, Grandma Moses or what is it? Grandma Moses, Mother Abigail, no, Mother Abigail. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Same thing. Same she, idea. She tells him that there's a guy out there in the cornfield. He turns around and he sees Randall's ah! flag, and he's he has yeah. his Jeepers Creepers cosplay yeah. suit on. But yeah, he's, like, ah! he's got red eyes and he's he's all in shadows. But so they're hinting. I like that they're hinting in the first episode because it gets way more obvious way in the third episode. I want to say mm. maybe even the next one. Is it in part two? When they really start going to the Randall flag, that might be part three and four. No, part two, uh, the flag has Vegas, so. Oh, already? Damn. The, yeah, no, they're already there. Okay. In part two, they're there already, so. Yeah, it's uh, so basically they're setting up. It's really just this whole thing is a stand of good against evil. That's it. Yeah. That's all the That's whole thing's it. about, but it's, I like watching the characters globetrot a little bit, trying to. They all start to converge on Nebraska. Well, that's why this works because it's done chronologically speaking. Because the new one isn't, and that's why I'm like, ooh, that's not going to work. They time jump in the new series. No, they start in the middle and they go backwards, which How is not going to make. That, that's why everybody on IMDb, if you read the, uh, the credit, all oh, the reviews, everybody bashes it. It's got a five point four on IMDb. The new one, so why? it's shit. It's garbage. Why the fuck? Because they suck. They're stupid. Nobody knows how to do this anymore. Nobody knows how to tell a story right anymore. 5.5 in IMDb. Yeah, 5.5. Yeah, it's and not... This, it, it's, this has a 7.2. Yeah, so there you go. That should tell you something. We're, we're going to be... It's going to be a slog to get through the new stand. Man, and there's nine I'm not of looking them. forward there's to watching nine of the them. new stand. Yeah, I know. That's even worse. Hey, we have more fun when they're bad, so... This is true. Yeah. And even the cast is in that. The cast is really kind of subpar too. You're just like, who, who? who? I, like, I like how who? in the last ten years, if they go, we we have a Stephen King project. Get one of the scars, Scarsgard brothers. Yeah, like one of them has to be in every project for Stephen King now. Yeah, because he's made so much money for them. Yeah, the one is in both it and he's in Castle Rock, the show. Yeah, and then this one, the, the True Blood guy, is in it. Yeah, no, I, I don't remember their names, so. It's Stellan and Peter. Is this one? No, I'm no, sorry. No, this one Stellan's is a, the dad. Yeah, Stellan Skarsgård's the father. Peter Bill, Sarsgaard. Bill Skarsgård is the and one. Bill Skarsgård yeah. is, is, yeah, is Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. he's good, but I mean, yeah. it Chapter 2 was a fucking disaster. A terrible movie, but... Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, he does a good job. That's all I can say. And he's great yeah. in uh, Castle Rock Season 1. I have not watched yeah, Season I need 2. Yeah, I need to see that. But, yeah. but Season 1 is fucking awesome. Love I should have bought it. I, I went... It was at Target. It was The Outsider and and uh, Castle Rock Season 1 on this Blu-ray or DVD for like 35 bucks. I should have just bought it. I was like, you know what? I like The Outsider. I love The Outsider. I haven't seen the other one, but I probably like it. I didn't do it. I haven't. I can't find it now. I don't know where it is. It's solid. I won't probably say it's amazing, but I it's it's right up my alley, and I think you'll enjoy yeah. it too. So you should definitely check it out. Uh, season so 2. It's canceled. I know it's no more. The show's no more. Yeah. That's didn't fine. Quite make it after season two. That's fine. Season two is weird because it has a uh, what's her fucking name? Annie Wilkes. It has Annie Wilkes from Misery? Yeah. So it has young Annie yeah. in it, and I'm like, don't that's do weird. Don't do actual characters because the whole idea of the first one is Shawshank Prison is the only thing that is named like mm. the only character you know, quote in quotes. 
Everyone yeah. else is kind of like it's like a in the universe of a Stephen King book. It's not specific, yes. and that's yeah. why I'm a little reluctant to watch season two. But okay, we also have Arizona. We see uh, Lloyd Henry and his buddy. They're driving down in a convertible, and they're getting their guns out and they're about ready to rob some place. They pull over and they rob of all places Echo Cafe. I'm like, who robs a fucking cafe? Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Hi, right, what's going on? He talks into his gun like a microphone. Yeah, that's a pretty strange <laughs> bit right there. I love him. I love him so much. That, that's guy has sad died. He's also in Twin yeah, Peaks. Miguel Ferrer is a yeah. good is a good character actor. He's in the the newer the newer Twin Peaks, the Showtime one, and then he yeah. died right after. Everyone on Twin Peaks died like right died, after that. Yeah, finished. right after it was done. Yeah. All of them. The guy from a. Uh, under Siege 2, the, the Casey fucking Ryback. That guy died right after Twin Peaks Season 3. Is he dead? Yeah. Oh, no. Casey yeah. fucking Ryback guy? Yeah. He Aww. died. Who, by the way, the guy from Under Siege 2, who was one of the henchmen, was the guy that beat up Rob Lowe in the stand. Oh. Same actor. He's always a bad guy. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. He's the one that gets stabbed in the throat by the other guy because <laughs> he challenges his... His um, oh, that's, that's part position two. of power in Under Siege 2. Oh, in Under Siege 2. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that one part goes, why are we taking orders from you? And he goes, really? And he slams the knife. And goes, oh, like that. That was the same guy. Okay. Yeah. He's I'll, always he's in, a, he's in all those movies. He's always a bad guy. I'll take a look at that. He's good. Under Whenever Siege he's in, 2. He's always a bad, bad man. Under Siege 2 is also underrated. That's a fun yes, movie. Yes, It's a great movie. <laughs> Morris Chestnut. Yeah. Working with a gold CD. All I got in my pocket is your ass. <laughs> Pulls a gun out of his, his kangaroo pouch sweatshirt. I think it's massive. Because he because the, the the pockets are ripped. Yeah. He goes, oh oh, see the I had in my pocket. He goes, don't you fuck with me, boy. Yeah. He goes, boy. <laughs> he shoots him. That's a, yeah. Under Siege Two is awesome. They call him Porter the whole time. Well, he's the Porter. I know. It's just they don't ever make him a character name, as far as I know. No, nope, he's just Porter. <laughs> Uh, that's a fun movie. I, I want to own that one on Blu-ray. I really do. That's worth buying. Yeah. yeah. I used to have it. And like I said, I yeah. get rid of all my Blu-rays. But it eh, happens. You want to purge here and there. I, I regret. I regret something. I got Under Siege 1 on Blu-ray somewhere. But yeah, I need to get Under Siege 2. I will not watch 1. I just... It's Under fine. Siege 1 is good. It's fine. I, I know. I like Under Siege I've 1. seen it five, six times. But Under Siege 2, yeah. I've seen 20. Oh, yeah, I know. I've seen, yeah, Under Siege 2 is hilarious. It's yeah. a fun movie to watch. Um, okay, so... Tits, tits to Die For. <laughs> the Stand. Yes. Um, oh, that, that movie's Speaking somehow... Speaking of Tits to Die For, Maria Conchita Alonso. She's not in the first one. I'm sorry. Is she not in the first one? See? I, yeah, never mind. Laura San Giacomo. Laura, Laura San Giacomo. No, she's in the second one. He meets her in the oh, okay. New York Tunnel. Yeah. She, yeah, she's in the second one. Okay. Um, no, he meets her on the, on the bench, right? And they go in the tunnel. That's well, no, yeah, she's just there, and he he sees her, and he basically picks her up, and she's like, "I gotta go there. I need help." And he goes, okay, "Larry, Larry." <laughs> That's how she says his name every fucking time. Well, if she if you had if she had it's like that calling you, Larry, you'd probably be like, "Yeah, okay, call me whatever you want." Remember, we we talked about this on a previous show. I forget what show yes. it was, but you had to reveal that to me, and I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, I had no idea." <laughs> Yeah, you didn't never realize she had gigantic breasts. Well, I know her from this and Just Shoot Me, and that's it. Just Shoot Me, yeah. yeah. So she's in a lot. She's, she's in stuff. She's always covered up. Not so much, yeah. No. So I had no idea. But when she's not covered up, they're let loose. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. like, holy shit. So where the fuck are... Oh, uh, he gets arrested. Oh, okay. I was at the... When the Robin the Echo. 
Echo Cafe. Yes. They go inside. Uh, his partner, Miguel Ferrer's partner, Buddy, immediately yeah, shoots yeah. shoots a woman. Yes. Like, Goes crazy. That Just shoots people. That was the one shot in this entire episode. I went, oh no, that looked bad. Because he shoots and it cuts and she's like awkward and it's a weird angle. Yeah, like yeah. You're on the other side of the room, like oh they crossed the line. Ugh. Well, I think well, also because you look at Miguel Ferrer, he wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So I think it kind of shows you his character a little bit because he's like, hey, whoa, whoa, why'd you go that far? I didn't want to go that far. And you yeah. immediately know that because Miguel Ferrer's a good actor. He's a great actor. You can tell right away. He's just like, this is not what I thought we were going to do. But now I'm in it, so I have no choice. So and he that's, gets the machine gun and shoots the other And guy. that's his character right there for the rest yeah. of the series. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. He's my favorite character in this entire thing. No. His character and his, his the actor. Oh my god, I, I love him. And he even in the the what are those called? Um, the spoof movies. The oh yeah, Charlie Sheen ones. He's in yeah, those, I, and he's fucking hilarious in those. Yeah, when he blows his nose and he's got, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So they they get they rob the place. Uh, I, I had to rewind because I'm like, did. I was kind of working on posters like I told you when I was watching it. I've seen this a thousand times, but I was like, oh, I want to watch him make sure he does shoot him. Uh, the guy pulls pulls out a gun and shoots at his partner. Miguel Ferreira knocks him to the side. And then Miguel Ferreira unloads the machine gun on him and kills yeah. him. I'm like, oh, he did kill someone. Yeah. You, you no. can tell he really didn't want to, but he did. And then yeah. the sheriff comes out and shoots his partner. <laughs> and then he sits yes. there machine and like, click, click, click. And yeah, he, it jams. He, the, the, the sheriff and made me laugh. The sheriff's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what, what are we doing? And he waits for him to slowly throw his gun at him. He and throws like, the gun at him. I love that, yeah. <laughs> and then he runs out the door and gets arrested Which is not the first time. That happens twice in this in this episode. Uh, Gary Sinise being faced oh, yeah. with, the, with the crazy doctor with a gun, well, throws the remote control at him, and it works. Yeah, let's let's go He's, back to Gary Sinise, because that's really, where, I guess, where we'll end. Cause we're, yeah, well, that's the end of the episode right yeah. there. Gary, yeah. If you want to, you want to set up the Gary Sneeze stuff at the. But well, Gary Sneeze is getting tired of being there. He, he knows something's off because they've told him everybody that he came in with is dead. So he's pissed off about that, and he realizes, you know, what did you guys do? What did you guys do to? Because you did this. I know you did. And they go, Whoa! and then the the doctor who's sick and dying, everybody's dead. He comes in with a gun, awkwardly because he has it behind his back, and you know it's a gun. You can see it. And, and Gary Sneeze is like, "What's behind your back, Doc?" And he goes, "I want to kill you." Yeah. Because you you don't deserve to live. I know so many good men that have died, and you you C- hick country bumpkin. You live, you country hick survive this. How the hell do you survive this? We can't figure it out. Is it by because of God? And like he gets pissed off, and they have a and then Denise goes, look over there. He throws the remote control. Oh, he turns on the TV. He turns on the TV. And he goes, yeah. and he's yeah. uh-huh. and he throws the remote. <laughs> but hey, give it to this doctor who's dying. Who's sick, dying? He still beats the shit out of Gary Sinise. Yeah, I like they're it. fighting each other. I like it when Gary just bumps him. Like, yeah, and then he falls down, hits his head. And he's like, yeah, hits his head. He's knocked out. And then Gary he grabs the gun. Gary goes to leave. Yeah, and then, uh, he tackles him from behind, and they fight. Yeah, he comes from behind, he finds, yeah. shoots him four times. Yeah. Goes, oh, and he dies. Yeah, and then he sees uh, Alf's dad dead on the console. Oh yeah. And then he just leaves, gets out, and he's right. And that's actually a great sequence, which is very Walking Dead. Is Gary Sinise running in the, in the hospital, and everybody's dead. Same fucking. And he thing. falls down. It's almost the same, almost shot for shot. Their that Walking Dead episode. Yeah. Whenever I watched, when I watched that first Walking Dead episode, I was like, "This is the stand." Yeah. 
Uh, and I had to get it, I had to get it on my brain because I'm like, this is gonna ruin the show for me. So let's just watch very this. Very similar. Yeah. Even like, later on when they get together in groups. And yeah. especially in that scene in the second episode where Larry and what's her name go through the tunnel through the Jersey Turnpike, yeah. that yeah. is Walking Dead. It is yeah. insane how how similar it is. But yeah, Gary Sinise gets out. He has the dream at one point, and it's like, yes, come find me, come find. Me. And basically, so people are starting to see Mother Abigail and yeah. Randall Flag. That's all yes. it's setting up in the first end of that first one. Yeah, so they're all going their different paths. And Las Vegas is essentially the hell on earth. Yeah, well, they, which makes sense. In the first episode, they don't talk about Vegas at all. No. Um, well, they don't even talk about it. Period. It just it just shows up. It's just there. Yeah. But the, two more things we need to talk about. Uh, first one is uh, Nick, the character Nick, which is Rob Lowe. He he's sitting there. He's the one that walks out and sees a. Yeah, he walks out and sees the doctor day. But while he's in the cell, he he's like he's tending to the prisoners, the guys that beat yeah. him up. And they're sitting there spitting at him and stuff. And the the doctor comes in and the doctor's like, well, the sheriff's dead. His, his wife's dead. They're all dead. I'm going yeah. to my cabin. You want to come with yeah. me? And he he offers come with me. He offers yeah. to have him tag along like seven times because it's Rob fucking Lowe. That's what you do yes. with Rob Lowe. I mean, you know, I got plenty of room in my cabin <laughs> yeah. out in the, in the forest. You got to wear clothes. Nobody Jeez, hear you uh, scream. There's a river. It's cold. It's cool. It'd be nice to see you swimming it with no clothes on. Maybe just like. Ring your shirt out over your chest. Or maybe we should wear a white shirt and just know and your white underwear. That'd be neat. Cotton underwear. <laughs> I'm interested in that. That's what I'll be wearing anyway. You can That's tag along with that. You, you can do what you want. It's fine. It'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, matching outfits is always fun, right? But there's, only, there's only one bed in the whole place, so you know. That if you floor, want it, you, the, you can have it. It's fine. The floor is terrible. So or if you the couch, there's if, no couch. I don't if, have. A if couch. you want to put me on the floor and have a bad back, just know that it's gonna hurt. I have a swing, but that's for something else. But that's later. You can only be in that swing a couple hours at a time. You can't sleep in it. I've tried. I got a trunk. I have a trunk that I sleep in in a leather yeah. suit. I have a leather outfit I put on. I sleep in a trunk. But if you don't want to come, that's fine. But you totally should. Yeah, anyway, you should, they're fucked. Safe. The prisoners we're are the dying. Two, we're the only two healthy people left in this town. <laughs> yeah. You and I. I love the fact that he's the doctor seems fine. He doesn't yeah, seem to be coughing. Dead. And yeah, then yeah. Nick lets the prisoners out, and he holds a gun to him, and he makes them leave. And then yeah. Nick walks outside and sees the doctor immediately dead, right outside he's the. He's dead and in I was his like, car. How's he, he dead? For, it's not like he's been there for six weeks. He's yeah. dead in his car. And that that virus acts fast. But it was Captain like, Trips is no joke. Yeah, he's like perfectly fine now. He's dead from the disease, the virus, yeah. and and in thirty seconds he couldn't even get the key in the ignition. Nope. And then the the bully dude attacks Nick. He has to shoot, shoot him in the stomach. Classic shoot movie him. shit. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and then Rob Lowe goes off, and he's he's off, and pretty much that's it. It's it's basically the setup of it. It's really well done. It's a good first episode. Sets everybody up pretty yeah. well. You know what's happening. You know what's coming, and you want more. So it leaves you wanting more. And it, it's very well done. Yeah. I only have one more thing I want to bring up uh, mm. because we're not going to get a chance later because he's dead. Ed Harris is yes. in this fucking thing. Yes, yes, yes. So he's great in Needful Things, another Stephen King movie. Yeah. Uh, another underrated Stephen King uh, movie is Needful Things. And we got Kathy Bates, another yep. Stephen King alum. So yeah. <laughs> we got a couple it's Stephen. Very... And they're both uncredited. They did it uncredited. So, yeah. but Ed Harris's role is like he's a commander of some, you know, military thing and he's 
going public and, and saying, you know, the virus isn't real. It's not real. It's not real. And then later he gets all guilty and blows his brains out and it says guilty on his shirt. He put a little note. Now, do you think the <laughs> other, the other military guy where they were homo? Cause it he comes like in it. crying and he's like hugging him. Like he's holy. Like there's something going on there. I don't know if that was like the actor's choice and Ed Harris, cause Ed Harris wouldn't be into that. I think Ed Harris is like really kind of like king of the homophobes. I think Ed Harris would be the kind of guy who goes, don't you fucking touch me. Don't you, I ain't doing that shit. It, I feel like that's what Ed Harris would do. I think they were I, together. It seemed like it. I'm sure it's, that's, I'm really too much into it. I'm just it, being funny. No, there is some weird but, emotion going on there. Um, he's like, he lost his lover. It's like, he's holding him and he's cradling him. And oh, why did you do it? Why did you do it? Yeah. Everyone's parents die in this because Molly Ringwald's <laughs> dad is dying. Yeah. Um, Larry Underwood's mom dies. Yeah, but while while her dad is dying, Molly Ringwald's dad is dying. You hear Kathy Bates on the radio, and yep. she's telling the truth, and you know that sort of thing, the shock jock. But they're, you know, I, I'm telling the truth. They're out there, and they're gonna they're coming after you. And then the military comes in and shoots her. Yeah, my my only problem was that with that is that it, that was after Ed Harris had already blown his brains out, and I'm like that would have been more mm. effective before, because yeah. it would have been like he was stopping well, them. And also, the failing point of that scene is Molly Ringwald's reaction. She's so bad. Is this real? She, she is over the top. She's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? It's like, okay, you should have been a little bit. Eh. In reality, you're like, oh, this is fucked up. Like, oh, my God, this I don't want to hear her die. Oh, come on. Because yeah, at first she goes, is this a joke? Yeah. This is a joke. <laughs> like, this isn't real. But then she gets like, <laughs> it's just like, no, you wouldn't react like that. She's She's not. That good of an yeah. actor to be, you know. And Dr. Kelso is dying in bed, and he goes, <laughs> and that's all he does is raises his eyebrows. Uh, huh? Oh, that... can't, I can't believe this. I can't <laughs> yeah. believe it. And that's all he does. But And then she, she puts him in a canvas bag and buries him in the yard. Yeah. Well, that's part two. That's how that one that's opens. Part, yeah, that's yeah. the second thing. <laughs> Which is another, again, Molly Ringwald, not a good actress. She, she's just, she's kind of playing, oh, he's dead. Okay. Uh, she, she doesn't have any real, like, I guess she's distraught and she's kind of removed from the situation, but it put in some effort, dear. I mean, yes. come on. It's, there, there's definitely some faults in that. Yeah, Molly Ringwald, the oddest casting choice of the show. I think that's the one That's the one star takeaway that I have to have for this episode. Do you want to rank the, like, rate the episodes? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't think we should. I mean, we can. But yeah. now that I've seen... I saw part two already. I kind of can't remember what happens in part two. That's fine. Well, no, I, 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 no, we can do that. We can rate, we can rate the episode. Um, eight. Yeah. I give it an really eight. Yeah. yeah. Solid. It has a 7.6 on IMDb. No, yeah, I would say eight is right. Yeah. Eight's good. It's good score. I would say eight out of That's 10. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, the opening alone is a 10. Yeah. And then, it, you know, there's some, yeah, a lot, a lot, it, basically this whole thing. I can't believe they introduced this many characters. And we still have half of the cast to go. Like they, at this point, they haven't introduced a ton of characters that are in later. No. Um, so it, it was a lot of fucking people in this thing. But uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I, no, no, I, I knew it was it was decent. I, I always knew that going into it, but I just never, I just never sat down to actually watch it. It's fun. Um, but yeah. Which is sad because oh. I've seen the Langoliers, I've seen the Shining, yeah. I've seen all the other shitty miniseries. People and lump this that one, in. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go, ah! People lump this in with those, thinking you know, made for TV, Stephen King, bad. 
and that's yeah. as far as they go with it. And I'm like, no, this is not Langley's. Langley's is fucking awful. No, Langley's is terrible. I, 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 this so far is movie quality. It feels it's a it's a little bit ahead of any other miniseries that they did of Stephen King. Even the new ones, yeah, I would say it's better than the most recent ones. Like, I think it's better than Storm of the Century. Oh, it definitely is better. I like Storm of the Century a lot. But... Storm of the Century is fine, but I again, like it's better already. Again, you know? Wings. Again, wings. Tim <laughs> yeah. Daly. Tim Daly's in that. It's true. Yeah. Um. See, cast of wings, all of them. I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub might might be the lone holdout. Oh, he's got to be in a Stephen King movie somewhere. I don't know. I'll look that up. I'll research that. I'll figure out everybody from Wings who's associated with Stephen King. Maybe that was his favorite show. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I love it. It's great. <laughs> all right. So, what? Anything else we got to say about this before we get out of here? I think that's it. Again, we don't have a plan. Um, That's it. Again, I'm not looking forward to watching the new one. I am and am not. I'm I'm, I'm nervous. I don't want to. I I think it's going to be shit. Now that I know it's out of order, all my enthusiasm got sucked out. And if you saw that. Yeah. Oh, I I know. It was like Molly Ringwald (laughs) hearing Kathy Bates get shot. No. Oh, out of order. It's a joke. It's a joke. Did Tarantino make. Why? No. Uh yeah, uh that's it. Let's get out of here. Um, all right. Oh, I'm Phoenix West, by the way. Dick Dickett or Stephen King's Dick. Go to lawstudios.com. Check out the other shows. Every Tuesday we do a couple of on episodes live. That's also on YouTube.com/slash Wonderland. Wednesdays we do an anthology episode, some random episode of some random show, and then we then we do a, either a John Carpenter, John Frankenheimer, or a Nick Cage movie, and it's a lot of that play with varying success. Some of the oh, season of the witch. Fuck you. So I'm still mad about that. We'll be back for episode two of this fine program uh, tomorrow. Looks like we're all right. Out of, it's called the dreams. One of the episodes of the new series, new season or new show, is called "Fear and Loathing in New Vegas." Uh, oh no! Yeah. Well, All I right. hate to break to the guy writing it, writing it and directing it sucks. Great. Can't and wait. Ezra Miller is the junk, is the, is uh Trash Matt Freer. It's Trash Man, yeah. Matt Freer? Matt Freer is Ezra Miller. Oh, God. Okay. What an awful choice. I like Ezra Miller. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like him. He's a weirdo. He does his own He's thing. a good actor. Yeah. He's just a weirdo. Yeah, he's a, he's an odd one. He's great in that movie. This is the last thing I'll say, then we'll actually end it. Did you watch that movie, uh, Let's Talk About Kevin? Oh, yeah. No, he, he's good in that. He's good. Yeah. But he, he's but no that's flash. The one, thing, the one thing about that movie that always bugged me, though, was the community hates Tilda Swinton so much. But it's like, dude, she lost her daughter and her husband. Like, he murdered them, too. So you wouldn't have that same reaction. It's like it's kind of it's kind of out of nowhere. I don't like it. I think it doesn't fit the movie. Yeah. Because I don't think the, a person would slap her in the face because your child murdered my child. But it's like, well, yeah, but he also murdered my daughter, and my husband. Yeah. So it's like I lost two in this. So it wasn't me. They would know that. Yeah. Yeah. They they would know right away that oh well, she didn't see that one coming. So I guess yeah. So that's why like the guy takes me out of the movie. It's almost a good movie, but that's the one thing that just bugged me about it. Yeah. I could never get I, behind it. I agree. They push it a little like, too hard, eh, the, the town yeah. hating her. But I also yeah. I did find it interesting that they've had a school shooting movie with a bow and arrow. That is true. <laughs> that is very, yeah, very strange. 
Hawkeyes. I like how Hawkeyes uh, uh, Columbine. He comes in. And he just like slowly puts those locks in the door. And yeah. All right. <laughs> like it's oh, Clint, almost shit. like. All right, got to do this. Time for work. All right. loss. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. So long, All citizens. Right. Bye.